0: Got a ball game this Saturday, folks. How crazy is that? I feel like Michigan hasn't played in decades. That Michigan State game feels like a decade ago, with all that has happened leading up to it. The last uh, two weeks have been crazy, but Michigan does play a football game night game, as you probably know, 7:30 against Purdue at the Big House. It is going to be, I think, a ruckus atmosphere. Michigan looking to silence. The critics who are just saying the only reason they've been successful after that two and four 2020 season, only reason, is because of Connery Stallion's Fast Spy Network. We've got a lot to talk about today. This team, what we have in store for Purdue, Jim Harbaugh contract, and some JJ McCarthy buzz out there. But first, no Googling. Trust tree. We're in the trust tree. No Googling. Let's see if you can name Purdue's football coach. And if you can't. Let me know if you can name the last foot- Purdue football coach that you can even remember off the top. Of you had put one of them down in the comments. I like this the pin comment right below the video. So reply to that. Let's see the first person can get to it. If you Google though, you gotta tell us that. Hey, I had to use Google. All right, Twitter detectives, are on the case. If I ever get murdered, Jack, don't call the cops. Call Twitter. Just say this would happen. These are the pictures. Solve James's murder. I'm gonna do the same. There's pictures that have now have come out of Connor Stallions. And you see that little dot on his, uh, I guess it would be uh, this side, right, right? Oh, I can't. The camera cuts off there. But that way over there, that side of his sunglasses, there's a little blue dot. And Josh Pate from 247 Sports actually put a video on his Twitter account, like kind of recording his TV. The dot is off, and then it comes on, and people are insinuating out there that Stallions was actually wearing those sunglasses because they are the Facebook meta, like, 3D or virtual reality sunglasses that have recording into it, where you can kind of record your world and do this, this augmented reality, but you can also record video from it, too. And there's a little kind of thing. He pops out, the blue light goes on, he's looking right at the field, so there's some insinuations that he was recording from his sunglasses, not to be obvious, like, doing one of these in the sidelines, like, recording what you're going on, going extra super spy on this one. Michigan really needs to play a game, though. This has been... I don't want to say it's been bad. Obviously, the audience is up. The whole world's talking about Michigan football, but not in a good way. It's been exhausting. I'm not saying mentally exhausting. Like, I saw this tweet, um, Wolverine Chronicle. If you need to seek help because you're so exhausted, so distraught, give me a break. But it's just like, what is coming next? And every little thing turns into be like a day or two story. Even if it means nothing, this counter stallions on the sideline at CMU. Now it's turning into a two-day story with a little camera on his sunglasses. Maybe that is the, uh, the second day of this uh, media blitz on Connor Stallions. If you didn't see last night, we were live. I wasn't live. Um, the guys from Sports were live. We broadcast on this channel. College football playoff rankings did come out. Top 10 here. It's Ole Miss. They're going to get a chance to play Georgia in a few weeks. Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, Oregon, Penn State right outside the top 10. I think, what, they're 11 or 12, something like that, 11. Jack, inside the top five, it's the five, power five, undefeated teams that are left, two being from the Big Ten. Obviously, none from the Big 12 at this point with Oklahoma losing last week. Ohio State, number one, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, and Washington. The reason the CFP gave and like the post-interviews was Ohio State, it was their resume, Georgia, Michigan was mostly the eye test. Now, Ohio State being number one doesn't surprise me. It was very strange last night, scrolling through Twitter, just seeing reactions to this number one Ohio State ranking, Michigan being number three, because Ohio State fans were like, we're number one. We deserve it. We beat Penn State. We beat Notre Dame, two top ten teams at the time. And there were some Michigan fans that, like, how can Ohio State be number one? They've looked terrible this year. They're not that good. We're going to crush them. Like, you can't be surprised. I wasn't surprised at all by Ohio State being number one. I actually expected it because I know what this college football playoff committee typically looks at. Strength of schedule, who you beat, is usually more important than how good you are, at least early on. Ohio State has two ranked wins. And Michigan doesn't at this point. So um, I think Michigan's going to get their chance. And I actually think if Georgia wins this week versus Missouri, they'll jump to number one. They'll have a top 15 win. They'll jump over Ohio State. Buckeyes drop back to two. Two weeks from now, if Michigan goes into Happy Valley and is dominant, I'm talking about three scores dominant, 20 points or more against Penn State, then I think Michigan jumps to number one uh, in the third poll a couple weeks from now. But all that doesn't matter at this point. What does matter, I think, for a lot of people is the status of Jim Harbaugh's contract and his uh, future with Michigan. As their head coach, as I told you yesterday, Ward Manuel was in Dallas Monday night, all Tuesday, flew back to Detroit and went to Ann Arbor uh, this morning after being in the CFP Top 25 committee. Rumblings out of that Tuesday rumored meeting that Ward was not at is that Santa Ono wants the extension done and signed this week. There's been some talk about a 72-hour deadline, third Tuesday morning. That's Friday morning, right? Whether it happens or not, uh, I think we're all going to find out over the next 48 hours or so, or even less than that. If uh, you know you're thinking about it, it's already almost seven o'clock Eastern time here on Wednesday, I doubt they're going to sign it. You know, at 11 o'clock at night, do something crazy like the NFL on what fire a coach or hire a coach uh, at 2 a.m. You guys should see. I'll link it down the uh, in the description. Uh, Jack, remind, remind you, after this, uh, put the, the link to the Raiders Live down in the description. Our guy Mitchell Rands is doing a 24-hour live YouTube stream uh, to celebrate the Raiders firing Josh McDaniels. He's the host of Raiders Report, that channel, 24 hours. They're going to be going to about 1 a.m. Central to Eastern on Wednesday night. So Santa Ona was in Beckler Hall in the Michigan football practice facility last night on Halloween. He tweets out, Team 144, You are our team, right? Uh, Deep down, yada, yada, yada. They know in the long run, I'm in their corner. Hashtag go blue. That's Michigan president, University of Michigan president, Santa Ono. Then posted that tweet with a picture of the entire team, entire coaching staff, and who is right there in front. It's the president of the school. It's the head football coach. A day after all the rumors came out that Michigan was low, not even a day after, yesterday was Tuesday. The day, all the rumors came out that there was a discussion to extend Harbaugh and Santa Ono was the one pushing to get it done ASAP. Now, talking to a couple sources, it wasn't just those two in the meeting, uh, what happened inside of that meeting, and I think I've got a couple pieces of information that no one else out there has reported yet. So, if you want to know the inside scoop and what was discussed, I've told you guys this since back in August, I'll get a scoop at some point. And I don't want everybody clipping it off YouTube and running to Twitter and say Yoder said this, Yoder said that, Yoder said that. So I'll make you guys a deal. I'm going to put the inside scoop tomorrow around midday, maybe 12, 1 o'clock Eastern. Make a v- video on our Instagram channel, put it on story, so it uh, so it expires after 24 hours. The IG is now going private. So if you haven't followed yet, you have till tomorrow at noon Eastern to follow. If you want to see the inside scoop on what Jim Harbaugh, Santa Ono, and others discussed on Wednesday when they met before Ono went out and took in some of the Michigan football practice, it's at Michigan Football Report. Just go ahead and follow us. I'm going to approve everybody who uh, puts in a follow request between now and noon Eastern on Thursday. And you'll have the inside scoop, a little uh, promotion by us, but you guys are getting some for it. Go follow us on Instagram. Trevor Keegan spoke to the media, and I think he insinuates some of the things that I talked about, although not specifically about Spygate and Counter Stallions. He says, everything that happened in the tunnel last year, we said we were over it. We weren't over it. We wanted to go there and really beat them down, so it was nice, right? That was him kind of reflecting back 10 days or so on the Michigan-Michigan State game So the entire team, right? Jade McBurrows gets that uh, interception at the end. The team just rallies around him. They wanted to go in and get revenge, use the word revenge, on Michigan State. I tell you what, knowing what I know about this players-only meeting that happened on Monday and all the conversation on the defense this week and how just this kind of galvanized around all these allegations and all this trash talk in the media and other schools. I feel bad for Purdue on Saturday. I really do. This is a team that has one of the worst offenses all in college football. They thought they were going to solve that offense by bringing over a transfer quarterback from Texas. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, it didn't work. Not only that, they got the got one of the worst scoring defenses in all of college football. There's only 130 teams that are ranked. They're number 103 in offense, 95 in defense, while Michigan is in the top six for both, including number one scoring defense in the country, folks. And I don't think it's going to go up. I think that number's going to go down on Saturday. I have Michigan absolutely obliterating uh, this Purdue team. I really do. I feel bad for Purdue. I got my prediction at 60. Three to nothing. I've been pretty good at making predictions in the past, and I'll tell you what else I've been pretty good at. You know, sound the alarms here. I've been pretty dang good at Prize Picks. Not perfect, not awesome, but I am. Uh, I am up so far with the money that I put in. I want to tell you about Prize Picks, the ultimate daily fantasy sports platform that takes your passion for sports to the next level. This week's, in, this week in Prize Picks, I am selecting for the NFL. I've got a little Michigan Ohio State action. I'm going more in Nico Collins, 55 and a half receiving yards. I'm going less. On Coldridge Stoud, the guy runs like he's uh, carrying a free 80-year-old man carrying a refrigerator on his back. Less than eight and a half yards rushing, and then Patrick Mahomes in a shootout with uh, with the Miami Dolphins. More than 200. Was I say, Jack? 295 or 255? 95, 295 and a half. I think that one's going to be absolutely a shootout. On uh, from Germany Sunday morning, Jack's actually going to be producing our watch party for the Dolphins show that we have here at Chat Sports. I just risked $10. I get those right, more or less, for Nico, for Coldridge, I would say for Patrick Mahomes, my 10 bucks turns into $50. It is awesome. Once again, my picks this week for prize picks is Nico Collins, C.J. Stroud, and Patrick Mahomes. You just pick more or less. Also, one thing I want to tell you, prize picks offers a reboot policy so that uh, if your entries stay uh, in play even if one of your players gets injured. So for football and basketball games, if you're a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return the second, that player is rebooted. Prizepicks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. It's super simple to play, and I can make my picks each week in less than 60 seconds. Go to PricePix.com slash CLNS. Use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, PricePix.com slash CLNS. Use that link so you get the promo code uh, CLNS to get a one hundred dollar first deposit match. I've been loving Prize Picks all football season. I literally launch the app every single day. College football, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, World Series. PrizePicks. dot com slash CLNS. This Michigan football team, these players. I was told by a source this morning that they are ready to run through a wall on Saturday night. And I'm not talking about after they go to the bar and have a few drinks to celebrate the game and they're just daring each other to run through walls. I'm talking about run through a wall, a brick wall, and tackle a Purdue football player, hit a Purdue football player, and it might be a massacre. It might be one of the great massacres in Michigan Stadium history as long as these guys are as focused as it seems. Now, we're talking about Hudson Carr from Purdue. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's the best option for him to uh, transfer to Texas and go to Purdue because he's had some decent passing stats, 1,700 yards, but eight picks. Great touchdowns, seven picks. Kind of a rudimentary quarterback uh, offering they've got so far this year. He seems to maybe be a one-and-done. I don't think he's the answer for them at, uh, at all at the quarterback position. This team lost to Fresno State. They beat Virginia Tech, right, who's actually played pretty good lately. Lost to Syracuse, and then once it's been in the Big Ten, one-and-four Big Ten record. Their only win is you know, somehow they got 44 points on the board against Illinois, which actually is pretty dang surprising. We see other teams. Wisconsin, Ohio State, even Nebraska pretty much blew them out, winning by a minimum of three scores in all those ones. If Ohio State drops 41 on them with how that offense performed this year, Michigan might drop 63, like I predicted on them. And I don't know if there's going to be any points scored, which I'll tell you about here in a second. Updating you guys on our subscriber battle that ended last night. Told you last week, Alabama Football Report here at the company. Um, challenge us. Bad week for them to challenge us because we had a lot of things to talk about and we absolutely blew them out. Uh, probably more impressive was this blowout than the 63-0 blowout Michigan's going to have on Saturday, but nevertheless 264 new subscribers to the channel last week compared to their 147. If you've yet to do so subscribe to the channel youtube.com slash michigan tv. take that little button below the video, just click it you'll subscribe, you'll see our content in your feed and if you don't like it later Cost nothing. Go ahead and unsubscribe, but give us a shot if you've yet to do so. Jesse Minter, right? This is the guy that everyone's been taking a lot of shots at, is that he came in second year as a defensive coordinator last year, right? He had one year at Vanderbilt. Their stats weren't that good. Comes in Michigan, one of the best defenses in college football, right? Now he's got one of the best defenses as eight games in college football history right now. Um, People are questioning him, questioning whether he's just a product of sign-stealing, whether he's just a product of uh, a cheating program, I know for a fact that Minter has got his guys fired up. The team is fired up. The coaching staff is fired up. I think that stadium is going to be fired up on Saturday night. Just think about this Michigan team. You had two weeks. They go to Michigan State. Right? They play that game, win 49 to nothing, one of the great blowouts in the history of the state championship rivalry. Um, could have had 70 points, right? J.J. McCarthy pulled it halfway through the third. Then they've had two weeks of every single pundit and scribe and fan from all other teams, et cetera, just saying, You're cheaters. You guys are only good because of this. You're only good because of that. It's not your talent, right? It's not your talent. It's your cheating. Saturday night's going to be telling. From you, the fans, are you going to get electric? Are you get nuts? And from the players. Do they come out hair on fire, not letting any distractions seep into their mind as they are playing? And hell, proving that Michigan didn't need sign stealing to win these games, especially against a team like Purdue. Drop 60 at them, drop 70 at them, hell, drop 80 at them if you can. Where are you guys watching the game from on Saturday night? Let me know. Let me know down in the comments. Couch, a friend's house, heading to the bar with the homies, or you're going to the game, Michigan Stadium, night game. First night game in November in a non-COVID year. They played a couple in, in, in uh, 2020. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, for one. Maybe there's a second one there. First November night game in uh, a non-COVID year for Michigan. So let me know, C, F, B, e, or M, down in the comments. How about J.J. McCarthy? He kind of forgot about him, right? All this stuff that's happened. We forgot that when Michigan last played a game, he came out of that as the Heisman Trophy frontrunner, at least according to the sports books. So now after a bye week... Um, he pushed ahead. He's, uh, I mean, he's, he's dropped a little a notch, I should say. Pushed ahead. Um, he dropped back just slightly behind Michael Penix. Uh, they got a win in their game. A big game against Purdue likely helps the campaign, of course. But this Heisman Trophy race is going to be won or lost for JJ, at least, of how he plays on the road at Penn State and then at home against Ohio State two weeks after that. This next month is going to be Heisman or bust for JJ. Penix has got more touchdowns now with playing, uh, you know, the same amount of games now. They both played eight. Way more passing yards, but he's also passed so many more times. Um, JJ's obviously added three touchdowns on the ground, nearly 200 yards rushing. Um, I think JJ's got a really good chance to win the Heisman. If you guys agree with me, go ahead and like the video. Let me know what you guys are thinking. If you like JJ's Heisman chances, like the video. This Heisman race will come down to Michigan at Penn State a week from Saturday. If JJ McCarthy Shows absolutely no signs of slowing down. He keeps the stats going right. I think he needs to get at least two touchdowns every game at the minimum, and he likes to sprinkle in a couple three and fours like they did against Michigan State. If J.J. wins those two games and then, of course, performs well on both of them, I think the Heisman Trophy is his to lose. If both teams go undefeated, though, he could ultimately come in second place because of the statistical differences, but I don't think anybody's going to have more of an opportunity to win the Heisman Trophy than JJ. And frankly, that is why he jumped up so much in the in the odds. It wasn't because they thought he was number one now. That's not how odds work. It was well looking forward. Washington is more likely to lose a game, right? They've had a couple really close ones, almost lost to Arizona a couple weeks ago, uh, and Michigan has less of a chance and more opportunities to win. Big games. That's what odds are about. It didn't mean that JJ was number one two weeks ago in everybody's Heisman Trophy listing. It's looking for who's going to have the best opportunities to do so, and those are JJ McCarthy's opportunities as we have with four games left in the regular season, five with a Big Ten title uh, game, and then seven more games, including Houston or Bus. Did anyone get the name without Googling? So no Googling, as we said. Who is the Purdue football coach? <laughs> His name is Ryan Walters. I think it's his first season there, right? Because their coach left for Louisville. And I honestly never heard of him before like this week. Frankly, I hadn't. He was Illinois' defensive coordinator, coached under uh, Brett Bielema for a while. Okay. It doesn't look like he's getting off to that great of a start uh, as he is now. What's the record again, Jack? Two and six? Is that what it was? Two and six uh, in his first season at Purdue. So if you got it right, congrats to you. But if you say you got it right and you lied, if you Google on it, shame on you. But, doesn't matter at all, but make sure you guys reply to the uh, video if you got that. Ryan Walters below the video in the pinned comment. We're we'll back on Thursday. We'll be back on Friday. And then we will have a video in studio Saturday night, late night, post game, Jack and I. So make sure you subscribe to the Michigan Football Report. Until I see you tomorrow, go blue.